two experts in ICF. Yeah. Decades of experience. Uh-huh. One podcast, yeah. two hosts with a lot to say. Look, I cannot sit through a struggle. I gotta get up and hustle. I gotta push through the pain. Cause really that's how you build muscle. Welcome to the Build with ICF podcast with your hosts, Trevor Brown and Heather Herring Brown. Yep. They're a package deal. With over 20 years of ICF installation experience, Trevor can throw down some expertise on sales, marketing, and training. On the other side of the table sits Heather, a.k.a. the Girl Boss. And she's earned the title as the owner of an award-winning ICF construction company, a drafting and design company specializing in ICF. And the numbers? With a master's in accounting, she does that too. Sleeves up. Boots on. This is the Build with ICF podcast. I don't want nothing for free. I'm here to work. I've been through the dirt. I've been through the dirt. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. Episode 12. I always forget to look it up every time. Every <laughs> I time. was going to ask you before you hit record if you looked, but no, I didn't. I think it's episode 12 or 13. It's one probably of those. 12. It's okay. It's fine. Something like that. Anyways, welcome back, everybody. We are. Super excited. Another episode that we have been asked about and asked about is everybody wanting to know different brands and different block companies. That seems to be the big uh, request by everybody. So we have another block company on with us today. Probably one of the most OG guys in the industry as far as the original gangster of ICF. We have Paul Camozzi with us from Amvic Building System. And he is newly Alligard, I guess we should say too, brand that is Alligard and Amvic Building System. But Paul, I've known Paul a long, long time. And this guy has all the knowledge in that head of his that is, we can pick, we could make this a four hour episode if we wanted to. So we're going to try to keep this to a 30 or 40 minute episode. But uh, thanks for being on with us, Paul. We appreciate you uh, taking the time today. pleasure. It's great to see you too. I appreciate what you're doing for the industry. No, it's, it's fun. We're, we, I, I keep telling everybody I'm super stoked about how we, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. We're getting a lot of feedback from people and we really enjoy all the messages and DMs and stuff we're getting and people keep doing it and uh, we'll keep bringing more episodes out. So we're getting a few of them in here before we head off to IBS this week. And we're just gonna, the International Builder Show, not no. Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Right. Very different. Very different. You want to make sure that <laughs> I know that. So we'll be down there doing, we're not going to do any recording like we did at the World of Concrete, but we'll definitely be down there and making some contacts and stuff and getting some other guests lined up. So Paul, if you want to go back, I love that. So here's what I love. You were the first salesman hired at Amvic. You were, you basically, we laugh because as someone who was a past territory manager at Amvic, we all laughed that every territory was your territory at one point in time. So we, we always go, what territory? Well, all of it. It was all Paul's at one point. The whole world was Paul's territory. So you've seen something that I think a lot of people just, I mean, just the growth of, of ICF and stuff going back to, you know, how you got started in it. But let's let's go back a little bit further because I know you you didn't start. I mean, where were you before the ICF industry? Explain how you met Victor and how, how you got rolling. Well, I, actually, it's kind of ironic. I spent six years in structural steel. I used to be a quality control inspector in a steel mill. Obviously, we use a lot of rebar with ICF. And then from there, I moved to environmental consulting. And that's really been my passion in life is in the environment. And I just found out about this particular product because I also like to build. And I built a couple of custom homes in my day. And I was one of these newbies. And I found this product called ICF. And I built a custom home with it. This was before Amvic and Alligard came on the, on the scene. 
So once I did that, I really said, wow, this stuff works. And and shortly after that, I was asked by Dr. Victor Amen, the founder of Anvic, to come in and, and have an interview with him. And that's how it all started. And when I walked in that door, Trevor, it was a brand new facility with brand new equipment from Germany. We were ICS to the roof line. The owner was having trouble speaking English at the time. He hired me through an interpreter. And I asked him, you know, who would be, who would look after marketing? And his response was you. And who would look after sales? And his response was you. So <laughs> I was like, well, okay, so we've, we've got a full slate here. But what happened was a lot of people don't know this, but about eight out of 10 of the phone calls came in and they came in from your great country of the United States. And I got pulled into the American market. So I've, I've always worked basically for the last 24 years in the United States. I met some great people from Montana to California to Florida, the Carolinas, New York. It's been, really been quite a journey. So that's basically how it all got started. Uh, what year was it? Do you remember what year exactly it was that you took the job originally when you interviewed with Victor? Yeah, it was in just at the end of 1999. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's, and you look, you look back at it and it's like, that's seems like such a long time, but we've all, the, all of us that have been in it, you know, from back in those days, it's like, it's, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but then it's, it's just ramping up now. It's, I mean, it's been such a slow grow and, and to see it from the beginning, like you said, just all of a sudden I tell people all the time, like, man, we, I, we used to get excited if we could sell 15 truckloads in a year, you know, and now it's like, you have a week that you can sell 15 truckloads in a week. I mean, it's just crazy. So you've, you've gone back from your, so, I mean, going from covering California out of Toronto and, and back to where you, you know, where this was all started was in Toronto, Canada. And so covering all the way down to the, to California and covering all these different areas and stuff, you've seen it move back to your, where you're handling mostly East coast stuff and, and consulting on the larger projects now, correct? Yeah, I consult on the, I'm kind of held all the titles, but my true love is actually working and helping people with this product. I've, I've built two ICF homes now. I, I'm, I'm speaking to you today from my second ICF home, which I physically built, but I, I love being that, if you like, and I've helped a lot of people to get engaged in this industry from commercial to residential to institutional. And so that's really, I guess I got a little bit of my mother in me because she was a teacher. Hmm. So it's been, that's kind of been my passion. And right now I'm focusing primarily in Florida and in the, in the Southeast. And it's, I've got some really interesting stuff coming up, which I'll be able to share with you maybe the next time we have a chat. Well, and just, I mean, just kind of brushed on that. We talked before we started recording a little bit that, you know, we're seeing this cause we do, you know, we've, I've written uh, articles for, for ICF builder magazine. And one of them I wrote was about resilient homes and the, and, and just the demand that we have for resiliency in homes. Uh, and we talked a little bit about that, whether it be the fires in California or, or the, you know, tornadoes in the Midwest to the hurricanes in Florida. And you were saying that you're seeing, Seeing that becoming more of a, you know, a, a driving factor for the ICF industry right now. I mean, that's really why Florida is so big, right? Sure. Yeah, for sure. This word resilience has always been my, one of my lecture topics. And, you know, we've looked at a lot of the different building technologies or programs that have come in and many, many of them have not talked about that word resilience. And obviously if we're building 
reinforced concrete home that's insulated. We can we can really take take what Mother Nature has to give us. But I've physically been on the shores of New Orleans after Katrina. I've physically been on the shores of Mexico Beach after Andrew. I've physically been on the shores of New Jersey after Sandy. And we have literally landfilled like football fields of 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 wood basically after these severe storms. And after the last two rounds of hurricanes in Florida, I, I think I don't have to sell ICFs anymore. It, it's basically how do we get engaged and how do we build with it? And I think the bigger thing now, which is coming out loud and clear, Trevor, is the insurance industry now is either not even offering insurance or when they do offer insurance, it's, it's astronomically high. So the best way to get around that, there's a couple of programs out now called Extreme Construction Methodologies, and that's to get yourself down to building with buildings so that you can actually get your home insured and you can get the home insured at a very reasonable rate. But we do have a lot of things going on as a result of what's been going on in the, in the world of climate change. Well, and Paul, you know, real quick before we <clears throat> jump into the, the questions that we ask all of our guests, what are some of the, the AMVIC products or Alligard products that, that you're seeing the most use of in those areas? Sure. Be happy to talk about that. All of our products that were initially on the ICF side were designed by Dr. Victor Amend. And what really sets us apart is a PhD structural engineer is a brilliant man. So he was the past owner of our company. And what I liked about him is he did all the math. In other words, he built structures and products that he knew could withstand the forces of concrete. And we really kind of raised the bar on that. But one of his products, which I'm, I think I believe I'm the largest mover of in the company, is our floor and roof system called Amdec Pro. And again, Victor's genius, he, he won awards for that when he launched it a number of years ago, not on the fact that we were using EPS to form concrete, but the fact that he was dramatically reducing shoring. And that's critical. So when you're doing suspended concrete work, we have a lot of shoring required. And Victor found a way to reduce that by almost 75%. So, But in Florida now, in the South, people are, are now looking at complete concrete shells. So that's what's going to take to withstand these severe winds. A lot of people don't realize this uh, in the United States, that if you do get a severe storm in the south, if the roof is compromised, it's 100% clean. You have so much water that follows that storm. And in the south, with hot humidity, mold, mold starts to propagate within, within 24 hours. So the biggest thing now is how do we put a lid on that and make sure that you have a very, very resilient structure that can really take a hit? Well, and to explain to people that maybe are not familiar with the, how a, an AMDEC system or concrete roof system works, that you know it's an overpour that goes in and connects to and can and combines or monolithically connects to the actual wall itself. So you're not just you know I mean we've we've seen them use different 
types of you know holocore pre precast holocores and stuff like that where they set them on the walls right and i mean and they do a good job of attaching them and stuff not to say they don't they that's obviously way better than a wood roof but with the with the system that you know with the amdeck pro and with the amdeck ecosystem basically everything runs off you know you pour your slab it pours into the wall connects to that wall which makes this this encapsulating envelope that is going to hold everything out so i mean it's yeah you you created a concrete box trevor right and we will mechanically tie it so when we have verticals coming up on we're going to pour those walls first where where we create concrete beams with the AMDEC Pro system, we'll bend rebar into those beams, and then we'll flood the AMDEC. So now we've, we're, we've monolithically, physically attached the roof or floor to the walls. So it's very, very, very substantial. Yeah, they. I think that's a, a biggest system or the biggest reason that people don't you know, they, they get a little intimidated by that. And I think that's one of the things that I've talked to people and they go, well, you know, that's a whole different system to try to attach into the, into the, the walls and different things like that. Everybody does, you know, they're, they're a little intimidated by it. And the one thing I would say is the more I've watched it happen. And we, we actually did a parade home down in St. George, Utah, that was turned out really, really good, really good. But it was a, it was way easier than people give it credit. I mean, if you can do flat work, it's kind of basically doing flat work. And we're actually, it's interesting where we have another guest that I'm, I've lined up that we're going to be interviewing this afternoon that makes a system called quick header. And they basically are header systems for CMU buildings and stuff. But we've started talking to them about doing bracing for the concrete roof and, and flooring systems because it's become so popular. So we're seeing more and more of that where the other really interesting fact that we're seeing with the concrete roofs is people wanting, you know, everyone knows that we're building on tighter spaces. And so we, you're in a lot tighter area where you may not have as much backyard. You may, you know, the houses are closer together, different things. You put that on your roof. Now you have living space that you can utilize as a patio or a roof. And uh, that parade home we did actually had a, a hot tub on the roof because it had an AMDEC yeah. roof on it. And they were able to put things up there. They had a patio set up there and stuff. So it just gives you some more living space, too, on a smaller footprint. So, I mean, there's a lot of, oh, lot of benefits sure. to that. And in Florida, too, everybody wants a view of the ocean. So right. if, exactly. I can, right. if I can elevate the house and put a patio on top of my house... So we did a home very similar to that in a place called Marsh Landing. That's where Dorian struck. And the whole peninsula was completely level. And there's our two-story, it wasn't a really big home, about 2,600 square feet. But we had AMDEC floor and an AMDEC roof. We had some vinyl siding torn off one side. Everything else around it was gone. And so a huge, huge testament to the strength of that when you're working. But for me, your weakest link is always going to be that roof. And so let's let's address that because if the roof is compromised, it, it's not a good thing. So case in point, I was just talking to a gentleman this morning, Trevor. Uh, he built, I helped him build a home in South Carolina, a place called Hilton Hit. And it's three-story structure. And so first two floors, AMDEC Pro. But on, he wanted to put a traditional roof on it. And I said, you know, if it was me, I'm not telling you how to spend your money, but <laughs> I would probably put that AMDEC Pro on the top and you can, you can go back to hanging a, a traditional wood floor. So he took that to heart and he put a third level on. So now he has a proverbial three-story concrete box and then he put a traditional roof on top of that like a low profile, more architectural. Oh, okay. Oriented. Yeah, that's interesting. But if the wind comes along and tears that roof up, his house is 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 not a compromised at all. And that's what he was huh. that's what he wanted. 
He did not want to have a situation where he was getting, I don't think people realize just how much water comes down in these storms. And, you know, these people have valuable things in their homes. They want them protected. So I think that message is getting out there loud and clear now. That firmly falls under something I've said on this podcast multiple times, which is you can be in this business for over 20 years and still learn something new. I, I that's a that's a great idea. I can't believe we haven't really no. thought of that because we you know we're out west here. The one thing is 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 flat roof is just not acceptable in a lot of places. I mean, we have the there's an occasional use for it here, but it's something that is just not popular. I mean, no matter how you look at it. So you could actually box your house in like that, create that solid envelope of concrete, and then just stick frame the roof. If you lost the roof, whether that be through fire or wind, anything else, you're just replacing the roof. You can, you know, that's a lot cheaper than losing everything in the house. So that's a really interesting concept. Well, it's, it's getting really wild in Florida because now if you want to upgrade your insurance in Florida and you have a traditional wood roof, what they're looking at doing now is they're saying, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll insure you, but we want you to take that roof off and build a new roof with, with much more significant mm-hmm. ties. Yeah. yeah. Like, so really, this is where it's kind of all going. You know, the rub is if you get in a, in a kayak and paddle over to the Bahamas or the Caribbean and you start talking of the way we're having this discussion today, they're like, well, when can you start, Paul? There's yeah. no yeah. selling whatsoever. They they learned a long time ago you need to build with concrete and make it a much more substantial. Yeah. So yeah. that's what makes it fun. All right. Should we get into the, the questions or did you have another question? I did have another. I did uh, one other product that I think is, is a real good mover for you guys that people have seen and we'll see at different shows and stuff is the PEX panel. The PEX panels are really, really getting popular. We're getting more, you know, we talk about concrete roofs and concrete floors and different things. Radiant systems and radiant heat systems is becoming a bigger and bigger thing. If you're, if you're going to the trouble, you know, uh, to build an ICF house, it's, it's probably the best way you can, you can heat the house. We're sitting as we sit right now, just like Paul, we're sitting in an ICF house that we built and we have no HVAC system in this house. We have just radiant floor systems. We keep the system at about 55 to 58 and it's, and it keeps the house at about 65. So, sure. you know, we used PEX panel under that. Maybe you tell us a little bit about how you, you've obviously been there and saw that it start. <laughs> Well, it's it's interesting because your your podcast basically is about why build with ICF. In the very early years when we did trade shows, the gentleman that that gave me educated me on ICF before Victor Amen, he did a lot of homes with hydronic heating, and we would actually do a little display in our booth, and all we did was had it had a little like a little electric heater and <laughs> just a piece of concrete, and we'd have people through that whole trade show come up and go, oh, feel how warm the floors will be. So I'm going to dig a little bit deeper here. I'll be really quick. I know we have some time, but the ulti- a building science man explained this to me many years ago. The ultimate level of comfort in a house is 140. And you're going to go, what the heck is Paul talking about? What that means is your surface temperatures are 70 degrees and your ambient air temperature is 70 degrees. When you can reach that in a house, you get ultimate comfort. So there's no more blankets on couches when you get that draft from (laughs) losing your body temperature through convection to cold surfaces. And so I'm a big fan of radiant heating. And for some reason, I think maybe that's one of the big ones. People may not understand why, but there's always been a really nice marriage with hydronic heating and ICF. It's been been going on for a long time. So our panel is a two-foot by four-foot panel. 
Uh, again, to Dr. Victor Amen's credit, he looked at all the other panels on the market and came up, which I could definitely believe is, is the best one. And what I like about it, it's got really tall towers. So when you snap the pecs in play, it stays in play. It doesn't pop up when you're actually the flat work guys are pouring your slab. That's because they don't care about the pecs tubing. They just want to make sure they can get the slab done. So the last thing you want to do is get that pecs tubing damaged or, you know, where you could possibly have leaks. So I really like that product. And it was an interesting story. It was a big investment to start making that product. And the first seven months, the owner was very upset because we weren't, just wasn't moving because traditionals were still looking at just stapling pecs to wire or tying pecs to wire mesh, which really, if you think about it, it makes no sense at all. Right. But once we got traction, in other words, once people used it once, they, they never went back. And so it's, it's a big skew item for our company complements the icf very nicely yeah we loved using it. i mean we legitimately laid it down ourselves and and walked the pipe in you know with your feet and it snaps right in it's just amazing and gives you that you know r10 insulator underneath and i mean it's just it's kind of an all-in-one product i think it's just something that really i mean it just makes it it's a it's that thing where if you're going to make this this house the best you can why not take it you know do everything and that's where i think the radiant comes in well and i think it you know just you know speaking from experience with us putting it in our own home the time savings of being able to walk and just snap it into place versus having to set down the wire mesh and tie it to the wire mesh and then it popping up i mean it saves so much time so labor you're saving that labor cost it's huge so The, the big thing for me heather is and i've learned this lesson the hard way it makes me want to build another home (laughs) because it didn't have that panel at the time so i had to go back to traditional my plumber did and i reminded of that every time i get out of bed in the morning because i put my feet down on a cold spot in the floor (laughs) because with the panels you know this the, the pex tubing is very very rigidly held in a particular pattern yeah for maximum efficiency and comfort but if you're just freehanding it like my plumber did you run into these issues of parts of the floors are getting warm and other parts are not. So again, I, I can't say enough about that panel. It's been a really good compliment to the ICF. Yeah. And the continuous insulation included in that panel yeah. is, is part of that. Yeah. It helps keep the floors warm. I know I, I get up, I love the floors. You know, it's, we have snow right now and our neighbor's dog will come over and she knows where the water lines come in through the house to go to the remote manifold. And so it usually, you know, it's it's warm right there all the time, even when, you know, if, if it's not calling for heat everywhere, she'll go find that spot, be covered in snow, lay down right in that spot. And five minutes later, she's thawed out. And- we'll dry. Yeah. People come in <laughs> and they go and they're like, oh, do we need to take our shoes off? I got snow on my feet. And we're like, nah, it'll melt here in just a few minutes anyway. So come yeah. in. There's like, they're like, oh, I'm getting snow on your floor. It'll be gone in a couple minutes anyways. It's all yeah. good. But you're good. All right. Let's uh, roll into some questions. All right. So I know you've already talked about a few of these, but you have so many stories, Paul, and so much knowledge. So I want to ask one more, a memorable experience that you've had in your ICF career. Wow. That's a, that's a difficult <laughs> question. I know. We so we that one down. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. How uh, much time you got? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is kind of very, I guess, probably the most exciting time very early on in my career is I was doing entire subdivisions in South Carolina. And I got to tell you, there isn't a better feeling when you're walking down a street 
And all you see is ICF homes going up from various stages. And we actually did two or three subdivisions there. It was really a home run. And we were we started in 2002, and we were building right through to 2007. And we were going to continue that way. And then very, very unfortunately, the subprime hit the American economy. And everything went back to building as at least expensive as possible. But that that moment there just proved to me that it could be done and it could be done very efficiently. And all it took was three three guys with two crews each, two guys with two crews each. And we approached all the the regular track home builders in, in that particular city. And we were doing ICF shells for for five years. I'm waiting to see that come back again. I think I can see that happening in Florida. But this is definitely doable. And of course, when you work at that level, you have efficiencies. And when the efficiencies start to roll in, it really makes no sense to build any other way, particularly in coastal areas or any areas now. I think like global warming, climate change is affecting everything now. It's funny. When I started in the industry, everyone was always saying to me, this would be a great product for Tornado Alley. Or this would be a great product for uh, the hurricanes in Florida. Well, you guys are in, not Utah. You're Idaho. South Dakota. Idaho. Idaho. Sorry, Idaho. you're in Idaho. It's a great product for Idaho. It's a great product. We've, 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 we've built with this product in, in Alaska. We've built with this product, in, as I said, in the Caribbean. It's a great product everywhere. Yeah. But it just it really, really holds up. I guess the, the other big one was I had a five-story apartment complex also in the south. And that was really interesting with that one. And when the gentleman called me, he had some very kind of deep questions. And I asked him point blank, is there any chance you're a developer or a commercial builder? He said, yes, I am. I said, okay. I said, well, how can I help you? And he said, well, I'd like to, I want to try this stuff first. Very hands-on guy. And he, and so we gave him, sold him a truckload of, of forms and he put a big addition onto his home. He could not get over the fact with that addition that this was a traditional, well-built, stick-built home, the original part of the house. But he could not get over the fact that on the ICF addition, which was a, which was substantial, that his AC units very seldom ever even kicked on. Maybe kicked on about five o'clock in the morning. To that point, whenever I visit with him, we would have a a coffee in in one area, and he did it intentionally because he wanted. To, proved to me that the AC kept kicking on on, <laughs> on the wood side of the house, but it didn't on his ICF side of the house. But he took that knowledge then and then went on to build five apartment buildings in, in a whole recreational complex. And that was a big highlight of my career. We did a huge tour there with the National Red Mix Concrete Association, a huge a supporter of our industry. And I think also, too, there's some really new, exciting news, Heather, we just, through the ICFMA, the ICF Manufacturers Association, and in conjunction with the NRMCA, you have to recognize these folks that uh, really helped us along. We now have the NFPA 285 approved, which we'll be all be getting information on that. So that basically allows us to start doing a lot more multi-story commercial ICF structures because we've addressed this issue of flame spread. Yeah. So that's a really exciting, I think, step forward for our industry. And uh, it moves us much more into much bigger and more, I guess, exposed ICF construction 
on the commercial front. Well, and then I guess that kind of plays into into this other, you know, question, you know, why why Amvic or Allegard ICF? Why why should people use Amvic ICF? And tell us a little bit. I'm going to preface that a little bit. We talked about, but a little, what differentiate? We're we're going to say that Paul is a nice guy, and he knows that everybody loves ICF. We love all the ICF companies. <laughs> I do want you to specifically tell us a few things that are different about Amvic, so our listeners know, you know, what they're looking at differently and what to look at when they look at an Amvic lock okay, versus well, something it's, else. It's actually a pretty big story now. We've gone from three factories to over sixteen. We're now a, a much larger entity. We're now our new company is based is called Alligard, but we're empowered by Ambic. We have two complete floor and roof systems that we were talking about a few minutes ago. We have two complete lines of R22 forms, which is basically standard in the industry. And the other one is my favorite is the R30 form. On the R30 form, Ambic is known for its interlock. We have a very intricate patented interlock. We don't. They don't physically lock together because a lot of times when you're building, you still have to pull things apart and redo. We didn't want to go down that route, but we have a very intricate interlock. And on that R30 form, I have I have more interlock than I do actual concrete core width. So anyone who's a seasoned ICF installer, and we've attracted those people, once they use that form, they just don't go back. And it gets you to basically passive home design. But I think probably the number one reason uh, all these years with Ambic has uh, had a huge respect for the owner because he de- he developed <laughs> he developed all these products himself and he stood on his own two feet and there, but I like the engineering component. So if you go back to that roof system, I'm I'm doing homes now where if a little bit of tweaking, we hardly need any shoring in that house because we'll do some interior ICF walls. But again, to his credit, and to actually offset the forming requirement on the edge of that Amdeck Pro, well, again, using his smarts. Last time I checked, 12 inches plus 4 inches is 16. Our ICF panels are 16 inches tall. So now I can cut those panels in half, and I I can do a perimeter form. Again, all using ICF. What that means is there's no thermal bridging. And again, just it takes a very smart individual to, to figure all that stuff out. And that's been a pleasure. Well, shout out to Victor. And I, I agree with you. I've got to know Victor very well over the years. And, and I still get to you know stay in contact with him. I was emailing with him the other day. And, and just an amazing, amazing brain on that guy. And, and just something that's a real innovator in the industry. And, and it's definitely chosen his product. That's for sure. Well, a lot of people don't may not realize, Trevor, is that when he came over from Europe, not only did he design his own ICF lines and continue to improve upon them and add new additions, he taught himself how to foam mold. Many of our competitors have gone to actual individual molders to make their product, where Victor built himself a brand new factory. He outfitted it with the best equipment and taught himself how to mold ICFs, which is not an easy thing to do on the EPS side because we have to be dimensionally accurate, et cetera, et cetera. So it it really was just starting completely from scratch and building what we have today. And and now Alligard has taken that to the next level of, of getting out there as a complete solution for your EPS needs throughout the uh, United States. Yeah, absolutely. 
So our final question is for you is what, I mean, for especially this means so much more coming from someone that's got the years of experience that you do. And when you're looking at where we came from and where we're going to, what is the, you know, what, what are you excited about? And this doesn't have to be specifically a product. It could be just a trend in our industry, a trend in the building industry. You know, what are you excited about in the future that, that really is going to help with the ICF industry and, and put, you know, what we got going on here coming up? Oh, that's that's a that's a good question. I, what I'm excited about is that it, when I mention ICF to people now, many people actually know what it is now. <laughs> For many years, it was like, "What is this stuff?" And I think with some of these advances we've had now in code approvals, there's less reluctancy to get engaged in it, which means the design and engineering industries are going to be a lot more receptive to it as well, because we do need the professionals to get more on board with this. This is not a difficult product to work with. We follow ACI 318 and how we place rebar and concrete. Nothing has changed, but there's no denying the absolute comfort and and features that you get with an ICF shell, like long-term performance features. The EPS, Trevor, you may not know, has no R-value over deterioration over time compared to our flat sheets that are on the market today, your extruded boards. So, you know, we're basically putting, my real go-to-sleep well is, I'm I'm very comfortable putting people in these homes knowing that they're going to be around for hundreds of years, they're going to be safe, their, their family and their and their valuables are going to be protected. I think that that's so well said because I think that's, you know, when you really get into the why we do it kind of thing, I think a lot of us do it because we know we're promoting the best product in the market, right? That's why we're doing a podcast about ICF. This is why we're letting people know about the industry is because we all, you know, we all go to sleep at night knowing that we're promoting a product that gives people a safer, more comfortable home. And, and I think that's what we get that's what gives us the warm and fuzzy feeling uh, about this industry. So that's, that's very well stated. We're going to wrap this thing up here, but I I can't tell you how much I respect you, Paul. I, I thank you for all the information you've given me over the years. It's been amazing to me to, to learn from you in, in so many different ways. And, like I said, we could probably do, I mean, this will not be your last podcast with us because there's about 10 different subjects we could have you on to talk about for 30 minutes and we will. So I want to thank you for your, your time today. And I did want to just let everybody know that they, we've got the International Builder Show coming up. Allegard is going to have their booth there, you know, with their AMVIC billing system, ICF system in there. They're going to be in Central Hall in C2054. I'll put it in the podcast notes. So if anyone wants to come and check right. it out, Paul's going to be in Florida, you know, where it's actually warmer than in Las Vegas. <laughs> he's he's going to be working too, though. He's smarter. Just- <laughs> he's smarter. He's like, I'll take the Florida beaches over the uh, Las Vegas desert. But uh, no, we're going to miss you at IBS, but we will have a bunch of the guys from, from Allegard there. So make sure to get around and, and go talk to everybody at the at the IBS or the International Builder Show. And then two, congratulations on you guys. We were, we were at the the World of Concrete and you guys got on the stage a few times for, for your uh, projects with the ICF Builder Award. So congratulations on that. I know. Yeah. You guys did well. We had a great night. It was awesome. A lot of first place wins, and I, I've, I've always enjoy that. I, and I, because it basically lets my customers, because you know, change is a huge task. It always takes someone a little bit more courageous to step ahead of the group. It's one of the reasons why I stayed working in the United States because I met so many Americans. After I gave a presentation on training or whatever, 
it would say, you know what, Paul, we're going to try this. And so I encourage people to try it and get out there and, and actually look at the products and understand what what help you need. We are in the concrete forming business. We're not in the Lego stacking business. So we need to understand the medium that we're using. But the end result is absolutely fantastic. What's neat for me, Trevor, is over the years, I get people calling me. And now they're calling me maybe after 15 years in their ICF home. And they're calling me because they're going to build another one now for their children. And I will always use that opportunity to ask them, if there's one thing you could tell me about your ICF home, what is it? And I always challenge people on this question, but it, it, it never fails. So what do you think that, what, what do you think the answer is that would come back, Trevor and Heather? Oh my gosh. On ours, I just think of like all the, all the savings that we have, like how comfortable our home is all the time. Yeah. I, I think it'd be, Whoa. if you live in one, yeah. I know where the brains are in this operation. <laughs> it's comfort. Now, comfort's both tangible and intangible. I'm comfortable, just comfort. I have consistent air temperatures on my house, but I'm also super comfortable knowing we've got a really bad storm coming, and I'm comfortable knowing my possessions and family are safe. Mm -hmm. But it's absolutely that word, comfort. I will get people saying something like, well, Paul, my my significant other and I, we we talk about this all the time, and we, we have to admit, We've never felt so comfortable in our house. So I encourage you all to help me sell that word comfort. And Heather and Trevor, thank you so much for what you're doing. Hey, no problem. Yeah, well, okay, that's our new hashtag then. We'll put hashtag comfort. Yeah. Hashtag ICF comfort. So thank you guys. I appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate Paul and his time. We've we've continued to just take everybody's feedback and, and what they want. We're going to jam as many of these things out as we can to get more information out here about the industry and let people make those decisions. I encourage you to go to our show notes. I will put links to Allegard and Amvix websites. You could even, if you go in and, and find, look up your contacts, I'm sure you could track Paul down in his email if you have any questions with for him. But we also will put the links to their Instagrams and, and different social medias on Instagrams. I sound like an <laughs> old man now. Mm-hmm. To the, cough medicine. to the gram, to the Instagram. Yeah, I'm on a lot of meds right now. But we will put all the links in there and stuff. But do your research and go out and look. Um, you guys have a great YouTube channel. You guys have a lot of information out there on your website. And, and get out to those shows. Get to World of Concrete. Get to the Builder Show. Get to your local shows and 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 get the information right from the guys like Paul. Because there's there these are there's a lot of guys out there with wealth of information that's going to help you make that decision. So uh, please take the time to do that. Meantime, um, keep sending us your questions. Info 100%. at buildwithicf.com 100%. or all of our socials at buildwithicf. All right, Paul. Thank you very much. And uh, until the next time we bring you on. Okay. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thank you.